You're listening to the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, produced by The Banyan Collective. Find more mind-blowing podcasts at thebanyancollective.com and on iTunes. The Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, adventure for your ears. All right, so we are gathered around a fire pit here at the Bean Lodge in Island Park, yes, Idaho. Uh, this is a beautiful place. Thanks so much, Greg Bean, for housing us, allowing us to hang out here at your pad. We're doing a resupply for CDT through hiker Bryden Bully, mm-hmm. Gear 30 Shop uh, content director Bryden Bully. Yeah. Uh, Bryden has hiked nearly 1,000 miles from the Canada border to Old Faithful. Yes. And uh, we, you, you're close enough now to us here in Ogden that we're like, let's drive up and say hi and yeah, and do a little resupply. So it's <laughs> <That's> really nice. <laughs> um, let's uh, just set set the scene for those first listening. Um, when did you start? How long have you been on the trail? Uh, I started in Canada, right on the border at the Chief Mountain Monument, um, on June 24th. And what's today? August 12th. 12th or 13th. 12th. 13th, 13th, August 13th. So, yeah, we're looking at about, like, a little over six weeks right now. Um, yeah, so six weeks of hiking, a lot of downtime in towns to rest up the body. It's been pretty brutal, but, yeah. Did so you June call 20- those zero days? Yeah, that's called a zero day, okay. meaning you hike zero miles, zero miles. for the day. <laughs> you said you took more zero days this time than you did when you hiked the PCT. Yeah, I've already taken more zeros than the whole PCT. And how many yeah. days or how many miles on average per day? Uh, right now I'm looking at around, I'd say it's safe to say my average is 27 right now. I'd say 27 is my average. Sometimes a little under, sometimes over. But. So that's a marathon a day. Yeah. Tw- yeah. Now that you put it that way. Yeah, that's you right. hike a marathon a day. Yeah. Usually it's usually like four days in a row, I guess. A mar- yeah, you're right. A marathon a day, four days in a row, and then usually a day off in town and then back to it. And your longest day so far on on this trip is? Uh, My longest so far is 32, but that was just once. And then I've done two other 30-mile days. And shortest outside of zero? Shortest? um, Maybe like 15. 15? Yeah. Yeah, 15 is the shortest day outside of zero. Okay. Uh, And and we were able to meet a compadre of yours. Yeah. Named Cargo. Cargo, and, uh, yeah. Trail name Simba, by the way. You are Simba. Yeah, my trail name is Simba. Cargo. And so we're hanging out in a truck, cruising through Yellowstone, mm-hmm. getting to know through hiker life. It right. is a, it's a trip, man. It's a different yeah. life. Yeah. And I'm trying to understand the, what makes you go? Like, what makes you, co- so uh, mm-hmm. f- for those of you who'd like to follow Brian's Adventures, Gear 30 blog is is covering those so gear t-h-i-r-t-y.com and you can follow the disc we're calling them photo dispatches because you take awesome photos along Thank with you. a few paragraphs of of uh, words just to sort of describe what's going on and right. the last dispatch was uh i guess uh, actually a, f- a little while ago but it was I mean, we just recently posted it but in real time it was like two or three two, weeks ago yeah i'd say two weeks ago and yeah. you were lonely uh yeah i think i was yeah Yeah, i was lonely yeah i um i've always ever since i started hiking in 2017 i you know on trail you you meet amazing people and you build these really impactful and long-lasting relationships with people but uh everyone has like a different style to their hiking and 
I don't know. I, I think uh, socially, like, I enjoy spending time with people, but it just gets to a point for me where, like, I need to recharge. Mm-hmm. And when I'm hiking with people day in and day out and camping with them, and then I realize, like, oh, they're probably waiting for me, or I'm hiking in front of them, and then if I sit down, eventually someone's going to catch up to me and then, like, want to talk with me or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I need to, like, recharge. So when I wrote that blog two weeks ago, I had not been hiking with people at all. I mean, I think I counted it up. At that point, I had been on the trail for maybe five weeks and I had camped with people for one week. So that's four, a full month of just camping completely alone in the woods, in grizzly country. Every night. Every single night, alone. completely in desolate. Country, it's yeah. crazy. So I think I got to a point where I was like, okay, it'd be really nice to hike with somebody and that'd be really fun, but but yeah, I don't know. I, I I still I think I go back on what I said in the blog post. I do think that I'm still a solo hiker. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You like your alone time. I do really like my alone time. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I dislike anybody who I've hiked with. I mean, I have like one of my closest friends is probably a hundred miles behind me, and I'd really like to see him and spend some miles hiking with him. But uh, I mean, we've had conversations with him, uh, he and I about this and. He knows that I'm a solo hiker. He's definitely a very social hiker. Is he that li- an awkward conversation? Uh, not really. No, <laughs> no, he gets it, and okay. he's done. He's done like the PCT, the Appalachian Trail, and he. I mean, he's a very weathered hiker, so he gets it. But as a reminder, two years ago, 2017, Bryden started his through hiking career, having never backpacked one mile in his life. No, 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 no backpacking. No backpacking. You started in Mexico and headed yeah. north on the PCT. Oh, yeah. And you've learned a few things. I've definitely learned a lot. Yeah, I mean, I look at pictures that uh, Cody Lee and Chase Birch, Tristan Sadler took of me uh, as I was going down there to Mexico to start the PCT. And I look at my pack and what I looked like, and I just looked like such a dingus. I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. I was, like, super... I mean, I had absolutely no experience. I mean, I had, like, car camped and camped. Uh, I'd lived in the back of my truck for a while, working in Mount Hood. Um, I've done a lot of camping, but, like, what what would it be like to carry everything you need on your back for more than a week, and then it turns into a month, then it turns into five months? I had no idea what that would be like. And the whole logistics of these resupplies is right. boggles my mind. Like, you've got yeah. to plan ahead. Yeah, it definitely... You definitely need to plan ahead uh, when you first start through hiking or, you know, any long distance hiking, backpacking. It gets a little nerve wracking because you're going into the unknown. But once you do it a, uh, uh, a bunch of times, um, you really get the hang of it and you just kind of, I don't know, you just kind of know what to do. You know what to buy, what you dislike, what you don't like. And then you learn that over time. So I've definitely, I've done it many, many, many times now. So. Let's yeah. deep dive into gear because everyone wants to know, like, what okay. are you carrying? What are you using? And and uh, being affiliated with the Mountain Shop, you right. have access to, to some pretty good stuff. But Yes, I do. Noticed yesterday, Cargo, uh, through hiker who was hiking with you, was also pretty versed on gear. And he had yeah, his he own is. specific likes. And so uh, I'm assuming each hiker finds their own. Like, you don't use – he wears apparel. Like, you don't have any – that you don't use any of, like – there's yeah. some things that you guys don't use anything alike. Completely Definitely. different stuff. Yeah, for sure. So um, what do you use? What do I use? Um, I guess I could start from the bottom up. Of okay. My, okay. Of, like you're of behind. My behind, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So 
Okay, well, I guess in long-distance hiking, the most important thing is your feet. I mean, that's extremely important. Um, so shoes, uh, I've been wearing Ultra for a little over two years now. Um, they, I really stand by them. I think they're a great shoe, really comfortable. I like the foot shape technology, and they last a long time. My, my last pair probably lasted a little over 700 hiking miles in pretty rugged terrain. They were beat up, that's for sure. But um, yes, so Ultras, Temp is my favorite. Uh, and then paired with that, I usually use Darn Toughs. Um, I'm darn not, Tough Socks. Darn Tough Socks. I think they're a great sock. I'm not totally attached to You have the sock, put holes in them. Yes, they... They're burly. I can't put yeah. holes in mine. Yeah. Well, I don't walk 30 miles a day every yeah. day. So, yeah. Yeah. They're pretty thrashed right now. They're in the washing machine or dryer right now at this point. Um, but darn Which, toughs. By the way, I don't dry my darn toughs ever. You don't dry them? I hang dry them. You hang dry them? Yeah. Huh. So, well, it's just a thing. I don't know. Okay. I don't know uh, if that matters, but. It might. That's I, totally why you have holes in your socks. That's why. It's because of the dryer. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the miles you put on it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to do. Yeah. That's Chase, the buyer for Gear 30. Yeah. Pipe it in there. Yeah. Uh, who knows a thing or two about gear as well. And it's Definitely. helping resupply Bryden, uh, Simba, Bully with good gear for, for the hike. So you got yep. altars that you'll probably go through four, maybe five pairs over 3,000 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, darn tough socks. Mm-hmm. Moving on up. Okay. Uh, then as far as uh what i wear on my legs even in pretty chilly weather i'm typically hiking in like a running short um i at first i was wearing i've been wearing some patagonia running shorts but i just switched over to some icebreakers um and i'm really excited to try those they're a five inch and they're like a they have like a really nice merino wool right it's merino wool chase well you cut them well you cut the liner out oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) so Oh yeah, uh, I cut. I, I don't know if they any were merino wool until yeah. you cut the lighter out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that precious merino wool. Is I know. Now gone. <laughs> so yeah, I cut the liners out of running it's shorts. Kind of funny. I personally don't like liners, but anyway. But so. they're they're like a synthetic, and then the waist belt, like the hip, not hip belt, but mm-hmm. the waist is has like a synthetic uh, merino blend, I believe. Okay. All right. Sweet. So. Um. Yeah, I mean, they look like an awesome running short. I'm excited to try them. Uh, and then I use underwear. And That's good. I'm glad yeah. you used that. <laughs> some thru-hikers don't wear underwear. Is only thru-hikers wear is underwear? Like, some some don't. My fr- oh, I met a guy. Nasty. I met a guy. He's like, like, whoa. I'm like, like you're wearing I'm like, Rob, do you, his, he doesn't have a trail name. His name's Rob. Uh, and I'm like, Rob, do you wear underwear? He's like, no, I don't, I don't hike with underwear. I just, I don't even have it. I'm like, what? okay, wow. And he's a, he was a really, he's a dedicated hiker. He like started in Southern California just created his own tr- like path, like bushwhacked through Southern California, through the Arizona desert, did the Hay Duke Trail, and then bushwhacked through Southern Colorado to the Continental Divide Trail monument, and then started a through hike. Oh he just gosh. he I mean yeah he's a he's an he said he hiked like How come he doesn't have a trail name yet because it has to be, be bestowed upon you. Is that correct? Uh, I think like socially that's kind of what hikers say like just let somebody give you a trail name right there are some people who are like they self-proclaim their own trail name but that's not my style i I think it the trail should give it to you you shouldn't just give it to yourself are you sure rob is not his trail name (laughs) (laughs) i know right yeah maybe his trail name is just rob 
Um, okay, yeah. So I'm wearing Saks underwear. Um, and those are really nice. Uh, on my torso, I'm wearing a short sleeve mountain hardware shirt that is like really breathable. Um, and they don't make it anymore. They stopped making it like three years ago, uh, which I'm bummed about. And I got lucky because when I was in Kathmandu, I really wanted that shirt and I couldn't find it anywhere in the United States on any discount store, Amazon, whatever. And I walk into the Mountain Hardware store in Kathmandu, and sure enough, it was in this, like, discount bin. Was it a real Mountain Hardware? Yeah, it actually was. It there's, was? like, in Kathmandu, there's all the knockoff gear shops, but then there's, like, a real North Face, a real mm. Sherpa, a real Mountain Hardware. Uh, there's there's a couple, like, real, the real deal yeah, yeah. things there. But, yeah. So, I have that shirt. Um, but what, uh, and then you have a jacket. Yeah, uh, yeah. So for warmth, I have a uh, Western Mountaineering. Uh, what's this called, Ch- Chase? I don't even know what it's called. Quick Flash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called <laughs> Honestly, the Quick Flash. Yeah, we don't we don't carry it, so I'm not 100 percent sure what it is called. Okay. Western Mountaineering, known for their sleeping bags, and they're some of the nicest sleeping bags mm-hmm. in the world. And that's what you you have to sleep. But they also have an apparel line, but we don't carry their apparel line in Gear right. 30 because. It's pretty high end and very high end. Yeah, we don't sell that. They're many. buyers picky. Yeah, they're buyers. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I heard their buyers really picky. <laughs> Weird dude. So um. your your pack and every so your your pack weighs what? Fully uh, loaded. Um, if I take away my fanny pack with my camera equipment in it, which which fanny pack's a thing? Fanny pack is definitely a thing, and like with the. Uh, films that i like produce for youtube and like everything that i do for gear 30 i need to carry my camera equipment and a big fanny pack so that definitely comes into my base weight but if i were to take that away i think my base weight's around like eight to nine pounds something like that i'm not completely sure that's insane of what that is i don't know i I don't pay too much attention to it but so which what equipment or what backpack do you have um for a while, I've been using a ULA. It's called the CDT, uh, which is really fitting. Uh, it's ironic. But, yeah. But I just switched over to a Utah brand, actually, a really small brand called Palante. And um, one of my friends works for them. And I think that they're like really solid brand, really um, like a small cottage brand. And I think what they do is really cool. So. I'm down to support them and yeah. Are there like speaking of that? Are there a lot of through hikers that are coming out of Utah? Because Palante is out of Provo, right? Uh, Provo, and, and then they like they're living in Salt Lake. Yeah. And ULA is out of Logan. Correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So is that is that like a known thing? There's a lot of through hikers in Utah, or yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily a known thing, but I think that like uh, I've come across quite a few people who live in Utah. I bumped into a northbound through hiker who. Um, he actually had a Palante as well and he was from Salt Lake. Um, yeah, there's uh, quite a few, I guess there's quite a few through hikers in, in Salt Lake in Utah and even a number of us in Ogden, actually, okay. there's a couple Sweet. that I know of. Um, Ski bums got to find something to occupy their, their summer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, stove. Stove. Um, I'm using it. Now I just switched over to an Oli Camp, uh, the Ion. The Ion. It's super tiny. It weighs like under two ounces. 
Oh, you gave it a test on the beach yesterday, right? Is that the one? Uh, I was actually using the pocket rocket yesterday. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've been using the pocket rocket for like a couple MSR. thousand. Oh, yeah, MSR pocket rocket for a couple thousand miles now. That's a really solid that stove. That was my first backpacking stove. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. It just like, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem to. It doesn't fail. It doesn't fail. Yeah. It's the same. It it's exactly the same from when I bought it. So why why the switch? Just to test something new? Yeah, pretty much that's yeah. it. Test something new and then cut back a little weight of like my cooking system. Um, yeah, because you're heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That pocket rocket is whoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's kind of ridiculous, but okay. Uh, so that I mean, that's and then your sleeping bag is a Western. Sleeping bag is a Western mountaineering twenty degree. Sleeping pad. Thermarest Neo Air. Neo Air. Yep. What are we for? Oh, tent. Tent, tent right. Got a couple. Tent right now. I'm using the Nemo Hornet one person. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to switch to a Big Agnes soon. Yep. I'm switching to the Big Agnes uh, Fly Creek carbon version, which is something they just released that um, is made with, like, Dyneema. And, uh, yeah, it's a super— Not that the Nemo is bad. You were just trying new things. Correct. The Nemo is an amazing tent. I really like it. Um, I'm excited to, like, cut back my weight for my shelter. But at the same time, like, the side entry of the Nemo— and just how solid and spacious that tent is. I'm a little sad to see it go, but it's should, okay. <laughs> should mention that uh, a lot of the gear you're using will be used as you're doing video gear reviews on them. Absolutely, yeah. be, You'll be able to find those on YouTube mm-hmm. um, under, I believe, the Gear 30 page. Yep. So we'll post them if you're following any of Gear 30 stuff. But, uh, yeah, which is going to be – it's real-world, hard-use type reviews this isn't like open the box and let's yeah. see what this looks let's set up the tent oh it's got this no like you use it every day mm-hmm. for months i rely on it to save my life at night yeah literally it's like if i were to get trapped in some sort of a freak rain hail snow whatever storm like this is i mean i'm not right next to a road i you know sometimes in some cases it's a hundred miles to get to uh, that, any sort of civilization is that the most isolated is a hundred miles is really far. Yeah, That's, yeah, it is. You're really that far into the backcountry. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, hundred miles. You know, it sometimes day to day I'll be on the trail, and I'm used to it at this point. But like, I'll look at my navigation and see like, okay, if something, if I were to get really sick, or if a storm were to come in, or if uh, I don't know freak something raccoon attack, freak raccoon, uh, you know. A, large horde of mice where do it all of a sudden engulf <laughs> me <laughs> attack me which, which happens I'm Wait, sure. uh, oh yeah oh yeah uh if something were to happen i'll look at the map and see like okay uh it's either 50 miles this way or 50 miles that way and Crazy. that's the only way to get to somewhere yeah. yeah so yeah it's it's pretty real i mean there's yeah i mean places in like alaska i heard uh, Andrew Skirka in one of his videos say uh, he was super excited because he had like a drop from the Alaska like bush plains he had his food drop and he's like oh I'm so happy that this is here because it's either 300 miles that way or 300 miles back and I and if it and I'm completely out of food so if wow. this wasn't here I would be 300 miles without food I mean that's like that's really deep that's real there. yeah that's real yeah, so prop hats off to Andrew Skirka. He's a awesome dude. 
um, what what advice would you have to someone? Because we met somebody uh, really ironically. He was wearing a pair of Ultras yesterday. We were doing mm-hmm. little little yeah. hikes, and he was like, "Hey, nice, you know, nice shoes." He start, struck up a conversation. He mentioned he had actually pulled a permit to through hike uh, young guy too the pct and wasn't able to do it and then you guys got to talking and and you were encouraging him what type of encouragement what type of advice would you give people who have now now have this on their mind and they're like maybe that's something i want to look at doing um i think my advice would just be if you if you're thinking about doing it and it's something that you think about often i was totally in your shoes at one point for a nut for several years um and if you are avidly thinking about it and that, and that's like an itch that you want to scratch, I say just try to do everything in your power to like to go out and try a through hike because it really it drastically changed my life. It made me so much happier. It gave me a new perspective on like a way of travel and living. Um, and it ultimately now super thankful that it's created a career for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I say just like, so are you a professional through hiker? I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I have an awesome job and I'm super fortunate and very privileged for what I get to do. So. You worked hard at it. You, thank you. You yeah. had to prove your talent yeah. to, to be able to do it. Yeah, thank you. I mean, there's a lot of through hikers out there who are very much on a, a budget and um, have quit their jobs and stuff like that. And that's what I that's where I was at in the first place mm-hmm. um, at, during my first through hike. Um, and that's the case for a lot of people and that's just the way that it is sometimes. And I'm super, I'm very, very fortunate. So what's some of the slang? Cause we heard, uh, we heard some of it yesterday and some of it is pretty obvious, like stealth camping. I'm like, okay. All right. Oh yeah. Stealth camping. Doing a stealth camping. Yeah. And what's some of the slang like that you guys use on a day-to-day basis that maybe <laughs> we wouldn't know about okay. or hear so much uh, in regular backpacking land. Give me a second here. Um, slang yeah you might might need to help me uh well i mean this isn't so much slang that every through hiker uses but cargo and i the other day before we got to yellowstone were joking around that we're so hungry all the time that we just we're eating and we're just eating it so fast because our body needs something but we're not necessarily like tasting everything and like enjoying the food we're kind of just shoveling it into our mouths to regain energy and we were joking around like oh this is some really good uh chicken flavor everything is just now flavor instead of like oh this is a really great pizza it's like oh pizza flavoring this is nice for like a split second so we're like oh yeah a snickers flavor that's good <laughs> super funny should should follow up with that on food you're eating ramen broth uh yeah i mean not a lot of variety oh, there. Yeah, I need to I need to change it up. Um yeah, basically just for lunch, some sort of ramen noodle. Um for dinner, the nor rice side kind of thing. Breakfast just sort of granola bars, mostly like candy bars or if I'm feeling ambitious to pack it out like trail mix. Yeah. Coffee? Yeah, I drink I drink a coffee every single day. It's <laughs> ha- it's it's definitely uh part of how I get most of my miles done. I think yeah. there was a word that you used when you, oh, when you hike too far, it's like hitting the wall. But there was a slang for slang word for it. Uh, pain cave. The pain. Was it? The, was it you guys calling it the pain cave? Pan cave. Well, maybe, well, pan cave. 
pain cave. Oh. Or like oh, uh, something similar to that because I've you know pain cave people use, but it was yeah. more oh like, like you're just hitting a wall, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. We might have said something and I don't even remember. Yes, okay, yes. Uh, Maybe it was cargo was using that slang yesterday. Yeah, I'll keep trying to think of slang. That, slang. So back on the food thing. Yeah. yeah. When um, Simba got here the other night, my wife made him some pasta. It was just like some fettuccine with like pasta sauce and mushrooms. <laughs> And uh, he's not a big guy, but he put down, like, three pretty large plates of pasta. <laughs> I ate almost was, the whole thing. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. I ate almost the whole thing. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys got any questions for Simba? How come we don't just carry some fresh fruit with you? I mean, that'll spice it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I guess leaving town, uh, getting back <laughs> to the trail... You definitely, um, I, I try to like pack out an apple or a banana, but, uh, not a watermelon. <laughs> oh yeah. I think I'm going to pack out a watermelon next time. <laughs> that should just be my whole resupply. Just Rookie. watermelon. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you haven't been through hiking long enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, but then something with that, you're always, uh, thinking about, okay, I'll pack out an apple. Um, now I have an apple core for the next four days that's like gonna get kind of like might even get moldy or like mushy in the pack or like a banana okay now i've got a banana peel for four days in your in your trash uh bag or something like that what's that i think the batmobile just drove by yeah (laughs) yeah there's a bunch of four-wheelers um but yeah so you're always thinking about your trash i guess i mean not always i'm not thinking about trash all day long but (laughs) Yeah, so that's something I would think about with packing out fruit or something like that. Okay. And so, so do you leave a trace? I try my absolute best not to. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that. Yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I leave a trace. Make sure people know where I was at at all times. You're right. Bryden was here everywhere you go. Yeah, Bryden was here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, what is it? I guess like when you hit town, mm-hmm. what do you spend on a resupply? Cause I know like it could get expensive to, yeah. cause these little trail towns you mentioned earlier, like Smith's and Layton, you can get some ramen for 35 cents. Right. But here in Yellowstone, it's a dollar 50 for a thing of ramen. They're so, jacking up the price of ramen in trail yeah. towns. Yeah, they are. I talk I, about margin builder. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Conspiracy. Like, do you, did you go through and budget how much you're going to spend in each town or like, do you have a budget you want to spend from start to end or how much do you spend? Kinda um, like, Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a – so how much you spend on a resupply definitely varies from hiker to hiker. I'd say if I'm packing out for a 100-mile stretch, it's looking to be around 40 bucks, 40 to forty to 50 If it's a really expensive little place um, in the middle of nowhere, sometimes it can get up to be 60 just because they have, like, their prices jacked up. But I'd say 40 bucks is a pretty safe number. Some people – I don't know how they do it, but they're spending like 25 bucks. And then sometimes I've seen people spend like a hundred dollars, just like throw things in their cart and just ring it up. And they're at hundred bucks for a hundred miles. A wow. bottle of wine, bottle of wine. They're like <laughs> buying expensive, expensive food. I don't know. Yeah. Six pack of beers, yeah. uh, raw chicken. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Pack it out. Raw chicken. Oh, That'd be disgusting. Like live chickens. They're just oh, yeah, just live chicken chickens. Yeah. Put them on a little, yeah. a little, a little buddy. Yeah, a leash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> All right, Simba, we'll catch up with you soon. Um, we'll try and get a, in touch with you before you finish. At yeah, least, yeah. At least one other time, I, I hope. Greg Bean, thanks so much for having yeah. us stay at your yeah. uh, make, makeshift cabin, which I actually, I will call the cabin. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> up here in Island Park, it's it sleeps all of us. Uh, it's like the best two nights of sleep I've had in a long time. Felt fantastic up here in the woods and breathing the fresh air right outside of Yellowstone and Island Park. And Chase is doing a pretty good job of uh, keeping Brighton supplied with new products, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thank you so much, Chase. Best. Yeah, I want to say real quick, like, uh, through hiking is such um, a blessing and a privilege to be able to do. And I'm super fortunate and thankful for Gear 30 and my parents and family and everybody who supported me. I definitely couldn't do it without them. And, yeah, it's a, um, yeah, it's an amazing thing to be able to only have to worry about how many miles you have to go a day and everything's on your back so it's a really it's yeah it's a, it's an honor to do something like this it's fun so. to watch too i am uh we're, i know we're proud of you i know todd lo- loves watch todd uh oh yeah oh, now todd, Adventure yeah. show here uh couldn't be he couldn't make the trip up here and mm-hmm. i was gonna try and call him but we don't get the best of service up here but yeah. uh he w- he wished he could come up here and see and say yeah hi, and give you oh big, todd's big awesome ride and hug oh. <laughs> so, yeah uh, thanks Bryden. we'll catch up with you soon okay yep right. see ya See ya. (laughs) Bye.